0: In this month's Fresh Blood podcast, we're speaking to Elizabeth Kao, who is one half of the founding duo of Thereabouts Theatre, a brand new theatre company created by Elizabeth herself and Sabrina Lowe, both of whom are recent or recentish graduates with bachelor's degrees in theatre. Thereabouts Theatre's first production, titled Set Apart, is described as a site-specific dance theatre performance, which investigates the impact of the taboo, and it uses movement and text. It opens on the 24th of March at Emily Hill, which, at least to me, is an interesting and rather unusual choice of location. Here to talk with us more about it is Elizabeth herself. Hi. Hello. Hi. Tell us what Thereabouts is and how did the two of you meet and your story?
1: So, Sabrina and I actually first met in Poly, so we both went to Singapore Poly, um, we were in the same faculty, but different courses. So I did applied drama and psychology, and she did uh, creative writing for TV and new media. And so how we we became friends was through our drama club in SP, so shout out Theatre Compass. Same <laughs> <laughs> Theatre for, for Poly. Um, But yeah, so that's how we met, and then we've been friends ever since. So then she went and studied in the UK first, And then a year later, I went over, but we were in different universities. But we kept in touch a lot um, because we were in the UK together. It's always nice to have friends when you're in a different country. And she actually did um, a degree in creative writing, but she did other theatre projects as well to stay in touch with it. Um, And I did my degree in drama and theatre arts at Goldsmiths. Yeah, she went to Royal Holloway. So how we came up with this site-specific dance theatre company was um, initially, I had done a module at uni, which was about site-specific theatre, and it was supposed to be physical theatre, so meaning we weren't allowed to say much, using more of the body. So, I'll, and anyway, I was already very interested in in the body and performance, and you know all the concepts around uh, sur- uh, surrounding that. And so then, when I was in second year. And I was thinking more, you know, as you would about like your career um, I talked to Sabi about it, Serena Because she had also recently done a module or a project about site-specific performance And so yeah, so it just popped up the idea with her And she also had watched a, a few dance theatre performances as well And so she was interested in that form at the time And so we just started like talking casually about it and Like, oh, that'll be a cool idea for when we do come back to Singapore If we ever did um, because at that point in time, we still didn't know if we were going to stay in the UK beyond our degrees. Mm. Um, so then, when we both ended up coming back, um, so when I came back, so I came back recently in August last year. So we started talking about it again and we met like properly, like not just as friends, but like to properly discuss the thing. And so we decided that we would go around and look at potential sites to see if we could actually find a space to do it before we actually got started on any hard plans and so as we were looking for sites I remember we were at I think we were at a friend's house and then we were just talking to our friends about what we're doing and what we're planning to do everything still was a bit hazy and so then someone I think some people kept asking us like what's your company's name do you have a, co- do you have a name and we kept saying no 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 because we, we didn't <laughs> know if we were going to even establish a company at the time because we were still playing around with the idea so then someone asked so where are you thinking of doing this and then I said I don't know like Chinatown or thereabouts like Savi and I just looked at each other and we were like Thereabouts, <laughs> thereabouts theatre. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, that's actually a really nice name mm-hmm. because like it's it's really punny as well. Um, it, I mean, it's a bit lame, but <laughs> it really, really, it really sort of encapsulates what we're trying to do because we were doing theatre site specifically, so we weren't always going to the same place. If if the company, say for mm-hmm. example, in ten years' time, every production mm-hmm. would be in a different different place. So literally, thereabouts. Singapore Mm. or in thereabouts in London or something, Mm. whatever.
0: And that's like a mm. a kind of experimental feel to it. Yeah, kind of, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. so sort of like, yeah, this this thing that sort of morphs a little bit differently. I mean, not to say that we're experimental theatre, but it's just, yeah, it has that, Mm. it has that feel that it can breathe within a certain Space of like performance, I suppose. Mm. So then we also kind of like the name because personally, like when I was in London, like thereabouts was a word that I had never really used a lot <laughs> until I was in London because people like to say, oh, let's meet here thereabouts, like oh, let's let's meet at um one pm mm. or thereabouts. So it's like it's like a really like there's a certainty, but then there's also an op- opportunity, flexibility. flexibility. yeah, flexibility. Yeah. So it's it's quite like it's quite nice. But, so that's how yeah. it came out the name. Yeah. Tell us about your first production, set apart. It's about how taboos and also the concept of taboo uh, has affected our childhood and then in turn how do these influence us as adults. So to describe it succinctly and but broadly, um, so we are looking at how we as children approach certain like social, behavioural or ideological boundaries or conventions that we were taught as children and then in turn how do we respond to the same boundaries as adults. So say for example, like as children, if you were told that you weren't allowed to swear, and then now as an adult, you have more autonomy over your your body and your life, uh, for example, and then you realise that do I like do I still feel that I'm not allowed to swear, or, do, or as an adult can I make my own rules now, for example? Mm.
0: Yeah, so just how do we respond to those same boundaries as adults? Mm. And what inspired this exploration of? the taboo Hmm. and the boundaries and Um, superstitions yeah
1: so when i first approached sabrina with the idea i was interested in the idea of like parenting but then sort of watered it down to childhood and taboo because i was just really interested in how children respond to uh rules and authority because i had previously been teaching in preschools and I was really fascinated by how like kids like respond to rules when they do They really do and when they don't they really don't and when they sort of like try to cheat the system That's really interesting as well. And so I thought there's always like this the, the 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 one me wondering like Oh, what would these children become as adults? How would they respond to authority or to rules or to taboo? So yeah, that's of how it came about and also because uh, i had read an article about how a certain politician (laughs) said said that oh you know you're not allowed to have sex in small spaces so it was just really interesting when like when people say things like when people for example adults when they say things that are just their own personal ideologies or their own personal beliefs, mm-hmm. how people are quickly to say like, oh, I wonder how her parents raised her, or her, his parents yeah. raised her, or I wonder how they were like as, as children, so mm-hmm. yeah. So. I think she said you can,
0: you you only need a small space. Ah, uh, yes, yes. yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> that,
1: but yeah. Um, but I mean, that's, uh, it's, it's, it was just an inspiration. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. what the or yeah. the, the, the performance <laughs> is about, but yeah, yeah so, yeah, and just, I was and, and you know, whenever I, I, you go on social media and like there's a huge like political or social thing Unfurling on social media People are always so quick To be like Hey, his mother like that uh, Her mother mm-hmm. like that That kind of thing mm-hmm. You know And then it's like It's all about how we are conditioned Yeah conditioned by our parents mm. Exactly Like people always like Draw the link back or, or or reason based on Like how you're raised You know Like mm. And also for me personally Whenever like I go out And my mom And I do something that my mom Sort of disapproves of she would say to me like don't do that because people would think like i didn't raise you right or like i have bad parents or something like that but you know so i think i thought that was interesting so so then we, yeah we explored it and and so with the superstitions um we have one scene where we've got literally superstitions or pantang being used um and that was based on like just those things that it's just yeah. one of those things <laughs> that that um you know your parents tell you and they just say you just you just can't you just can't do it and then you're like why I just cannot laugh. I'm like but why, why that, that kind of thing So yeah, just one of those unquestionable do's and don'ts, you know, and taboo is like, you know just it's, it's taboo to use a chopstick in this way, it's taboo to like not eat certain, not eat food at a, at a person's house because it's like rude or something like
0: that You mm-hmm. know, yeah, so that's why we, we, we included those So I read in the synopsis of the show you mentioned a Singaporean condition mm. What is that condition? Because it sounds specific to Singapore
1: I guess you could say it's relatively specific to Singapore Because we do use a lot of things that are from the Singaporean context Or are from the context of us having been raised in Singapore Things like the, the superstitions, you know those, Some of those things, I mean, they may have been taken from other cultures Of other Singaporeans origins So like, for example, I'm Chinese But the way, the way it's been responded to And the way it has moulded or it has infused and uh, amalgamated into like Singaporean culture. Has it has changed in how it's used, I suppose, and how it affects people living in Singapore, or Singaporeans. But I mean, everyone does interpret that that phrase Singaporean condition very differently. For us, we just wanted because we are all Singaporean, and so when we started creating this performance, it, it, most of the material, the inspiration came from some somewhere personal. So something that we had a personal inclination towards not just for me and Sabrina but also like our actors Um, we told them to bring things to the table to work with in the rehearsal room that came from their own personal experiences of dealing with the concept of taboo and so a lot of those experiences although on the surface it would feel quite universal um, but the way it has like surfaced in our lives it's like very Singaporean situations. So, like mm. for example, when when you discuss things like, for example, food etiquette, we all ag- sort of agree that we that Singaporeans are very tied to their food, and a lot of there there are quite a lot of like taboos in terms of how you treat food and how you eat and how and then also then it, it, it influences like social mores as, as well when you are out socializing mm. with people. So mm. uh, that kind of thing, and then also things like. Um, uh, we do talk about things like singleness and body image as well, and also very Singaporean responses to it. Not in just like the way they respond in terms of like yes or no, but also in like the language as well. Like how mm. I feel that Singaporean parents scold in a very unique, school their children mm. in a very unique way, and that you can only feel that sort of dread and that and that stress, <laughs> I suppose, as, mm. from having been raised by Singaporean parents. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's, that's, that's something
0: that we meant by Singaporean tradition, I guess. Mm. So like, yeah. And I also think about like internalized cautiousness. Mm. So yes, you question yourself before you do things.
1: Yes. Mm, yeah. Exactly. So mm. yeah, and also and also the way that Singaporeans, well, at least for me, when I was growing up, it was always the right and wrong was always very black and white.
0: Mm.
1: Not just for when you're a child, but almost for up until even as you go through the different stages of growing up and i feel that most singaporean parents are quite like steadfast in, in the upbringing of their children like they they are quite unchanging even up until their children are married mm. for for some singaporeans but then as as well we, we don't really want to like generalize too much mm. as well so yeah it does have many facets and also this singaporean condition and i think what our performance also tries to do is that we want to be specific in terms of the different taboos or the different like reactions to taboos we're talking about or being it broad enough so that people can see that yeah, that
0: is actually quite multifaceted. So you mentioned the performers. Can you could you tell us about how you found them and mm. who are they? Um, and, um, yeah. how did they feed into the vision of this work?
1: Well they're a mixture of friends friends of friends. So we didn't do a very wide open call. Audition process. Yeah. We actually didn't we didn't have an audition process actually. Mm-hmm. So it was just sort of like just playing around experimenting mm. with an idea. And so we wanted to and although we knew we wanted to work towards a performance, and we had set performance dates, we wanted people who were also open to to really just playing with the idea and not just like come into a project and think that, okay, it's going to look like this from the start, it will look like the same way at the end. Mm. So we were very aware that we we had to, we had to find people who were interested in the project in, in, the, in the same understanding as Sabrina and I. So we sat down and talked to them, uh, made sure that, um, that, yeah, there will be moments of, of, you know, just swimming around and lots of ideas and not knowing mm. where... Yeah, exactly. A bit of uncertainty, a bit of, like, fluidity as well in terms of, like, concepts and ideas. And so we are very... I think we're very lucky that we're working with a group of people who who have been so open to all the different changes mm. and also how, how difficult, like, the concept of the performance is because some people have, like asked me, like, oh, childhood and taboo, so what exactly are you talking about? But, like, it is about t- childhood and taboo, but there's that fluidity to talk about different ideas and topics, because, I mean, not everything about our performance is issues-based, so it doesn't really pinpoint to a specific, like, issue within childhood and taboo. Mm. So we do deal with a lot of different ideas, mm. but hopefully it makes one cohesive piece. And I think that's what our performance performers have been able to do so far. Hope people see that <laughs> when they watch. Yeah, because they, they all come from quite different backgrounds although there are some intersects so we, want, we knew we wanted to work people who have had experience so not necessarily training but experience of working in a dance or acting um, you know performance or project um, just just so that they have like the experience of working of not just only working a certain style of performing so not just naturalistic or not just dance dance you know what I mean That has also given the group a lot of things to learn from each other. It really broadens everyone's skill sets, including mine and Sabrina's, and it's been a really enjoyable learning process as a group. Obviously, as with most creative processes, there have been, you know, hitting a brick wall moments and writer's block and all of that. But all those, like, bumpy things have been dealt with quite surprisingly, quite calmly, I guess, or seamlessly, so no. Yeah, so just we're just kind of like at the point where we're really looking forward to how it all is all mm-hmm. coming together now. So, so when did you start? Mm. So um, we started re- stuff. Ah, rehearsals. rehearsals. Or, uh, reha- I mean,
0: when did mm. this whole idea? Start?
1: Oh, so so Sabrina and I were just the two of us talking. Started talking about it, kind of like in July, mm-hmm. while just before I came back. So we we. We were still in London, so like she was there for holiday, blah blah. Yeah. Then in August we were meeting a bit more regularly, and then we started rehearsals at the end of November. The location, mm-hmm. Emily Hill. How did that?
0: How did you find that location, and what interested you about it?
1: When we were looking for a space, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a literal link to childhood or taboo. We wanted somewhere that was quite like open-minded. Literally, if a person were a space and they were an open-minded person. <laughs> what sort of space would it yeah. be? And we wanted somewhere that was also quite, like, had I- interesting acoustics, so a little bit echoey, and like, had different ways for natural light to come in, and it was big. We wanted somewhere that would be at least quite recognizable for people, because obviously it was, a, it was, a, it was our first production, and we didn't want to go somewhere to Ulu. So, um, yeah, so when we found Emily Hill, it was just, it was, it was just, simply it was just really nice when we were there the first time. Even though it, we didn't decide on it straight away, when we were still looking for things, we just couldn't think of anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we just picked Emily Hill. We, we have rehearsed in there already, and um, even though most of the time we haven't, and the, and the piece does quit, fit quite nicely into it. Um, it's just really open to interpretation, mm-hmm. so, yeah, because sometimes we couldn't really go there to rehearse, and we were aware mm-hmm. of that, and so we wanted to be able to, you know, when, when we go in there for the first time, and the subsequent times after that, that we didn't feel as if, yeah, we were blocked like that. We could still ex- like play mm-hmm. and let the, the piece breathe within the space, and mm-hmm. and and it's 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 really it's so open to interpretation that when the audience comes in, they can take to it, you know, mm-hmm. without much
0: hindrance. So what can the audience expect? How you use the space? Because it's site
1: specific, so I mean, there's no. I mean, you you, you it's it's easy, it's 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 difficult to explain because like it's easier seen than okay so something you have
0: to experience yeah you have the
1: experience mm. and so that's I think that's why we're both really drawn to site specific because, um we we both like the experience of going to a performance so mm. as as pe- like as performance makers and as audience members as well mm. whenever we we go to watch performance or when. Sabrina goes to watch performance and she tells me about it, or when I go to watch a performance and I tell about it. We, the one thing that that now thinking about it, that I feel that we have in common is that we like the experience of it. So like you know when we enter theatre, when we feel the people watching it as well, that everyone has that same sense of like anticipation or that same vibe of mm-hmm. wanting to experience something that is, for example, artistic or for something or experimental or. Mm-hmm.
0: That communal feeling
1: Yeah, exactly So s- Exactly, yeah So it's just the experience of it It's not, not just going there To like watch a show But mm. like you go there for
0: Yeah Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah exactly like An experience mm. A memory that you can keep That you mm. want to keep Or that When someone talks about something In a conversation you It, it, it flips
0: into your mind, I guess mm. Are there any other Issues or topics Or like forms that you're curious to explore as performance makers.
1: Currently, we do. We We, are, we really like the looking into more different types of dance theatre. I guess like how it's practiced, like by different people, and how other people perform mm. in it. Content improvisation, definitely, which is what we do a lot of. I mean, that's not it. I mean, there are other things, but um, obviously, we're still discussing about that. So we are taking it quite slow and one thing at a time (laughs) yeah one thing at a time because you know Singapore like yeah everyone's all about like five year plan ten year plan and like it's not that we don't have one we do have like ideas in mind and we do we have like sat down and talked about it it's just that we have lots of ideas I suppose so it's it's still quite like malleable at the moment so nothing too specific but we'll definitely hear from us in the future
0: yeah Mm. so that'll be good what's the last interesting performance experience that you've that experienced? I, that I <laughs> experienced. Mm. Or that the both of you experienced, or just... Both of us. So, most, like,
1: well, we recently both went to watch Cut Kafka by oh, nine years yeah. later. Yeah. That... Oh,
0: yes, I saw you there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw you. Oh, yes, yeah. So, there, yeah, that was a good experience. Yeah. I felt that even though it was very, you know, um, like, even even though it was, like, Esplanade and, like, okay, yeah, you know, espinard's like, and that's... And that's you know, venue and all that. Yeah, it, it didn't feel at all like I was going somewhere. I was I was watching something that was like traditional, tradi- or conventional Yeah, conventional. I suppose. Yeah, it felt it it felt very open ended. Open ended. Yeah, no. I mean, okay. I don't want to sound too like like
0: avant garde. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I just I don't Air
1: fairy. airy Airy Yeah. I don't want to sound too airy Fairy and like oh my gosh, she's out to person But but I do feel that sense of awakening when. I did feel a sense of awakening When Mm -hmm. I was watching it I felt very like I felt Yeah refreshed Yeah Like alive I suppose Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. (laughs) No but I did I I mean that's how much I enjoyed it And I mean I've had friends who told me That I'm sometimes a bit of Like a harsh critic myself But yeah I did I did enjoy it a lot It was just something about it That was just really like All encompassing I think I Mm -hmm. felt It really did feel as if Like they had thought about everything I think Mm -hmm. that's what I like About performances That everything's thought of Mm -hmm. Um, The littlest details Yeah the littlest details Like even though the whole thing Looks a bit like what are they doing <laughs> but like you can see that okay, they were very like you know precise about that small bit of movement or that gesture mm. or that um, the way the they said of the, word. So, the so tli- and the, the subtitles so so yeah the subtitles so really really got me I think it was really nice mm. it was a very clever way of like having a sense of poetry yeah. in the performance mm. Mm. yeah so yeah I think that was the, one of those
0: experiences that well was most, most recent yeah that mm. both of us like Sabrina and I had yeah, watched, yeah So Give us information on like the dates and times And uh-huh. where to get tickets And mm. any other information you'd like to share
1: uh, So, okay So the performance is on the 24th and 25th of March um, On both days They're at 4pm at 6pm And so each performance is roughly 45 minutes There'll be post-show mingling slash discussion um, So 4pm it's mingling and 6pm is discussion so but my, by mingling we mean just you know having a nice chit chat in the front of house area so unfortunately I don't know I don't think anything any too trades. conventional yeah nothing too <laughs> conventional maybe yeah <laughs> um, and then uh, tickets are $15 25th is selling quite quickly so get them soon mm. so P-Tix so com. Okay. yeah Um, follow us on Facebook we'll be updating there as well as Instagram we're very active on Instagram yeah and um, it's also accessed by staircase and audiences are encouraged to sit on the floor but we will provide chairs if necessary
0: yeah okay Mm. cool Mm -hmm. sounds interesting okay thanks thanks (laughs)